Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting, as usual, from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you are looking for a better banking experience for your business, one that involves not getting mega banked, you know what I mean by that, folks, if you're at one of those banks, um, check out Renaissance. I think they're big enough, and this is my own personal experience. Um, I think they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way where like people answer their own phone and respond to emails. So if that's what you're looking for, go to renaissancebank.com and check them out, check their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Chris Smith. Chris is an old friend of the show. Chris is with C.B. Smith and Associates. Chris, welcome back. Yes, hi, John. Good to see you. Good to see you again. Great to have you back. Tell us a little bit about C.B. Smith and Associates, how you serving folks out there. Yes, yeah, so we're a full-service uh, CPA firm. We do uh, tax work. Um, we, of course, help with uh, preparation returns. We do audits. Uh, we do accounting services. Uh, to uh, and of course uh, business business advisory and tax planning services to our clients uh, in all three of our locations. We have a location here in Alpharetta. Uh, we're in Macon. We also have a presence in the Lake Oconee area. Mm. And uh, and so it's been a great year. It's been a lot of activity this year. Um, many challenges uh, in, in many different areas and many opportunities that we've been able to take advantage of this year and. So I'm excited to be back and, and tell you a little bit about what's going on in the accounting and tax world. Yeah, that's great. And you're located, uh, your headquarters right here in the Alfred area, right? That is, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how did you get those locations, Macon, Lake Oconee? That, I'm sure people might be listening to that and wonder how that happened. <laughs> uh, it was through acquisition. Okay. It was through acquisition. Uh, um, you know, we... Uh, um, I started the practice, founded the practice in 2003 in the, in the uh, you know, North Fulton, uh, South Forsyth area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we have grown since then. In 2019, we acquired a firm in the, uh, in the Macon area. And then in uh, 2020, right before uh, the pandemic, we closed yep. on a, another firm uh, in the uh, Lake Oconee area. And so um, it's, been, it's been a great run for the last couple of years. We've met a whole bunch of uh, new people and excited about, uh, you know, really kind of growing the firm into, into a Georgia firm. Yeah, that's terrific. Now, speaking of Georgia, let's get into some tax law changes that folks need to know about that have occurred for Georgia-based taxpayers. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll kind of hit the individual one first. Yeah, let's do that. Um, There was a, uh, um, we've gotten a number of different calls from uh, our clients that that said, you know, we've, we've, I've gotten this $500 check from the Georgia Department of Revenue or $250 check what is this? Should mm-hmm. I cash this? Is this, is this right? And, and it is right. Georgia recently passed, uh, I think it's house bill 1302, which, um, uh, basically legislated a, a $500 refund for folks that file jointly, 
uh, a Georgia income tax return. If they owed, you know, if they had a tax due on that return, then, then they should be expecting to get a five hundred dollar uh, check. And so that's that's been something that's interesting, and I think some folks just weren't aware that it happened out there. And mm. uh, and so that's that's certainly one thing. So if if you get that five hundred dollar check, it's it's probably legitimate. Uh, it is uh, set up uh, if you file jointly, it's five hundred dollars for a single uh, taxpayer. It's two fifty, and had a had a household, I believe, is about three. Seventy-five, so that's that's a that, those checks have started going out, and we started getting some of those calls. So that's that's one thing that happened just recently here in the state of Georgia, and uh, and the other thing really affects a lot of our um, small and medium-sized business owners, mm-hmm. and that's House Bill one forty-nine, and and that is uh, what we are commonly referring to as the pass-through entity election, uh, and. Um, and there's some there's some nice opportunities for for business owners uh, with respect to that. We're working with a number of different clients and and seeing how they can they can benefit from that. But basically, uh, if if you own a mid sized business or a small business uh, and you are have elected to be treated either as an S corporation or you're you're being treated as a partnership. Those types of entities are considered pass-through entities. In mm. other words, the entity itself does not get taxed. The, the income passes through to the owners of the entity, and then they get taxed on the individual returns. Now, one of the issues that we have been running into the last few years is um, there's a limit on the state taxes that an individual can deduct as an itemized deduction. It's limited to $10,000. And so um, uh, there's a lot of taxes that many of these business owners are paying on the Georgia return, but they're not able to get the full deduction for that. Mm-hmm. So what the legislature has done is they have given these pass-through entities the ability, uh, this will be starting with uh, next year's, the 2022 tax year, which will be filed in 2023. Right. Um, they have given them the ability to elect to have their S-corporation or partnership um, treat and taxed as a C corporation. In other words, the Georgia tax occurs at the corporate level, at the company level, mm-hmm. as opposed to at the individual level. So that means that the income does not pass through. The income stays at that level, and uh, and the business pays a tax there. And um, by doing so, what happens is um, that becomes a business expense on the federal return with respect to that business's activities. Mm. And so you're, you are able then to be able to take, uh, if you have $30,000 in, uh, Georgia taxes that are you know, being taxed on that income, uh, you're now able to take, able to take a, a $30,000 business deduction associated with those taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we commonly refer to it as an above the line ta- uh, deduction as opposed to a below the line. And, and so it's no longer part of your adjusted gross income. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a component of your business income for federal purposes and so there's some nice opportunities there. Uh, there is some complexity to it. Um, you know, there, you know, if you have uh, multiple uh, um, shareholders or multiple partners, some partners may be entities. There's, you really need to look at that closely, right? Make sure it makes sense. Also, if you have a business that has uh, is in multiple states and has income uh, that's being allocated a portion to multiple states, um, you don't get. You know, usually if it, if on a normal regiment. Uh, you would get some sort of a tax credit for taxes that are paid in other states. Well, since that income's not passing through, uh, if there's taxes on that income in other states, you may not be able to get that tax credit on your Georgia return. So, mm. so it, you really need to sit down with a with a professional, with a CPA, tax professional, 
and, and understand what are the implications of this. Um, also, the other pieces you need to look at is estimated tax payments. Um, you know, suddenly now you have an entity that will have a tax next year. And, and so what are, what are, what's going to need to be done in terms of making sure you've paid in properly before the end of the year? Mm. It sounds like there's a whole lot going on there. It <laughs> sure is. There's, sure there's is. both good news and um, news that says you better check out your uh, check in with your CPA on this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is something that certainly tax planning needs to be done. You need to understand all the implications of making the election and, uh, and, and what does that mean to you individually? And I take it. It's one of these things where you've got to make the election and that's it. I mean, you can't, switch back and forth as convenient, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, well, the, the, the law that's in place with respect to the limitations on the, on the state deduction, that, that phases out in 2025. Uh, you do have the ability to, to back out of this later on down the road if you need to. I got you. Okay. Terrific. Chris Smith is with us, folks. He's the founder and partner of C.B. Smith and Associates here in the North Fulton, South Forsyth area. So, um, Let's talk a little bit about um, lease accounting standards. So, yes. though, those, so if you're leasing equipment, if you're leasing a vehicle for business purposes or what have you, there's some changes there. There is. This is primarily going to affect businesses that have some sort of a, a financial reporting requirement that is, um, has to be done under U.S. GAAP. Um, uh, standards. And so when I say U.S. GAAP, that is uh, GAAP is, uh, represents generally accepted accounting principles here in the United States. And um, uh, if you're getting an audit done, uh, for example, maybe your business has a large line of credit and your financial institution requires an audit to be done, this will affect you. Um, and, and it really changes the dynamics of lease accounting. Uh, uh, historically speaking, uh, it's been fairly simple. You, uh, you just record rent expense mm-hmm. uh, for what you're leasing, whether it's equipment or real estate or, or, uh, or buildings, uh, so on and so forth. Um, and, and that changes now. Um, we used to just have to uh, disclose the minimum lease payments that would be required to be paid over the next few years. Uh, they've brought that to the front of the financial statements. And, and what we're doing now is we're trying to to you know, provide a future look of what the obligations of the business is with respect to their leases. So if you're a business that has a large fleet of trucks that you're leasing out, um, what we have to do now is we have to account for those leases uh, as a obligation on the balance sheet as a liability. Oh, Okay. okay. And, and the assets that you have, um, where you wouldn't have recorded an asset on a truck that you're leasing, you're now recording an asset and we call it a right of use asset. Mm. And so, um, that changes the nature of what your balance sheet looks like. Um, we are going to, uh, we need to know what prevailing interest rates are. We're going to amortize the, uh, right of use of the assets. We'll also amortize out the, the loan, uh, and, uh, and there'll be an effective interest rate associated with those leases, those lease obligations. Um, and, um, it, you know, I think the big piece that, that, you know, I'd like for business owners to think about is if you've got debt covenants on your loans that you have in your banks, you probably want to have a conversation with your banker just to make sure that as you 
place additional liabilities onto your balance sheet and these right of use assets onto your balance sheet, you're not pushing yourself out of any kind of debt covenants that you may have with your existing loan. See if you you can get some sort of a carve out associated with the liabilities that are now going to be recognized on those leases. So, so that's a big piece. The other thing that I think will probably um, won't be a popular thing is there's going to be have to do a lot of analysis, especially if you have a large number of leases, your your manufacturer or some sort of a distributor, and you mm-hmm. just have a lot of leases out there. Uh, there's a lot of analysis that's going to have to be done there. Uh, we're going to have to you know come up with amortization schedules and the loans. And if it's something that you have in your business and you know you're going to have this requirement, it's probably good to engage a CPA now, an accountant, so you can get that analysis done so that you're you can get your financials out timely. Yeah, I can see that because uh, if you haven't really kept those records the way you keep the records of a asset that you viewed as an asset, as opposed to one that you're leasing or you know you're owning temporarily, let's say, yeah, right? Yeah. That's I think that's the way business owners look at it, right? And um, you you may not have that that same that the, the records that you need to have. Right. And so you really need to pull all that together and get with your CPA and huddle up. Absolutely. We have to do a contract review, you know, where the Mm. leases have been signed and Mm -hmm. see what the terms of the leases are. Uh, You know, we still have to look at whether it's a capital operating leases or $1 buyout at the end of the lease that Mm. affects things as well. But um, it's, it's important to kind of have all the information pulled together uh, and have a good inventory of, of what is being leased. Uh, um, those, those are going to be important things to have. And, and uh, you know, just it's going to take a little more time to kind of get it all pulled together uh, so that we can get some accurate financial statements completed. Yeah, and if you've got a, um, particularly here at year end, if you've got some sort of time limit with the bank, that you know, they want that those financials within, every bank's different, but within certain period of time, right? That is correct. Yeah. 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 So, so it's really important to get with uh, your CPA on that. And that makes a lot of sense. So um, that really gets to the next question I was going to ask Chris, which is, you know, the, the whole idea of why you have a CPA and what that CPA does for you. And, and that, Hopefully folks are getting to this point, but that you really got to judge your CPA. Oh, not just off what the tax bill looks like, what the, what, whether you got a refund or not, but what kind of business advice you're getting throughout the year, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we kind of have a mantra at, at our firm. Uh, we say awareness makes opportunity visible. Mm. And, um, um, you know, we, we, it, it, you, we've got so many different business owners and entrepreneurs that are, uh, have their own unique ability, whether you're a brain surgeon, whether you're a cabinet maker, you're a manufacturer or designer of medical equipment, uh, you know, what you do is very technical and it is what it is the key to your success. But mm-hmm. there's other components there where you need to have a team. You mm-hmm. need to have folks in there that can tell you, you know, as you earn that money, how can we make it tax efficient for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and how can we um, uh, build overall wealth and health and wealth uh, for for you and your business? And uh, I think those are those are very big components and and have a team of uh, CPAs and professionals that are, uh, you know, giving you guidance in terms of the costs of um, the medical products you're designing. Uh, you know, how should you properly price them out? Um, what are you, what is your overhead look like? What is what kind of a cash burn rate do you have? 
Uh, and then ultimately, you know, where are some of those tax savings? Where are the tax credits, you know, research credits that could be mm-hmm. available to you? Uh, and, um, and, and how can you make, um, what you are, your time is investing in the earnings you have, how can that be reinvested in the business, uh, so that, uh, your, your, your business is set up to be successful. And, uh, and it's a, it's a great uh, return on investment when you invest money in, in a CPA firm and CPAs to help you get there. Yeah. The, I'm glad you put it that way. I mean, because it, it is an investment and for that investment, value comes back. And the value is, it, I'm going to say inevitably, maybe you don't want to say it, that be, be that strong about it, but I'm going to say it, okay? The value is inevitable. I mean, if you've got a great CPA, it's going to come back to you. There's going to be a return on that investment that you're going to be proud of. Yes, our, our job is to make you aware. Our job is to help you, support you in the decisions you're making. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that, that's, that's where we bring value to the table. And, uh, and, and, and we want to be a strategic partner with our clients. Uh, you know, they, they've put their heart and soul into their businesses and, uh, and we want to be there for them. Uh, let them stay in their unique ability. Yeah. You know, they have a unique ability of what they do and that's how they make their money. And, mm-hmm. and we want to be a partner in there and helping them continue to grow. So, Chris, let's talk a little bit about helping business owners think about an exit because thinking about your business in that way is a lot different than some business owners think in terms of I've got to minimize my taxes and, you know, that's the only goal, right? So those two uh, objectives sometimes conflict, right? They do. You know, that's, that's, you know, we've just kind of, talk about this over and over and over again with our own internal staff and our own professional team, we have to listen first, Mm. right? Because uh, we need to understand where the mindset of our, of our client is, where their mindset is. Uh, They, they, you know, when they're in this business, are they, are they in them for the long run? Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're, and what, what life, what part of the life cycle of the business are they in? Or are they, I want to build it for five years and then sell it. Um, you, know, you need to understand where people's motivations are uh, in terms of um, where they want to take that business. And that will dictate what we advise to them. Uh, there are strategies that we may not employ if our, if, if they want to, if they're in a succession plan mode where they're ready to, uh, you know, spin off a comp- component of their business or sell their business, um, then, you know, we're not going to be thinking about the tax savings necessarily in terms of operational deductions that you can take in the business. We want to make sure that that business is, is um, set up and you know, looks pretty for, for a potential acquisition. Uh, not today, three years from today. Mm. You know, that's, it takes planning. Mm-hmm. These are things that we need to be looking at uh, in advance uh, so that we can help them, uh, you know, get the you know the biggest bang for their buck when they're wanting to to sell that business. And maybe that business owner doesn't know exactly what their timing is, but they just need a, a little diagnostic, right? And and that's where you come in as well um, to to really help guide and to say here's what's possible. Yes, absolutely. We we do provide you know, for example, if there's a business valuation that needs to be done. Uh, to kind of give them a, a little gut check in terms of where they they think the value of their business or where they where it needs to be, mm-hmm. uh, we will help them with that assessment, uh, and um, and and then you know advise and 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 provide guidance 
provide uh, decision support so that they can uh, they can boost the value of the business uh, you know over a timeline that they think is is appropriate for them. Chris Smith, folks, with CB Smith and Associates. So, Chris, this is the time of year when I think a lot of business owners that are not real happy with their accounting situation, they're thinking about making a change. So what kind of advice would you give to business owners that maybe are looking for a new CPA? Um, what questions should they ask? What should they look for? And what 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 do they need to uh, figure out whether it's a good fit or not? Yes, I think you know one of the biggest challenges that uh, we have seen in, in, in terms of uh, uh, folks that have approached us is communication mm. um, and uh, you know, find out what the policy is with respect to um, the, that CPA firm in terms of returning calls back to you and communicating properly. Um, you should also think about, you know, is it, is it a compliance based firm? What is it that you didn't like about where you're at? And um, maybe it's, it's just a compliance based firm. They just, they're just a, a, a you know, a, warehouse that just manufactures tax returns off and off and off and all the time. Right. And they really don't have time for, for anything else. So you really need to understand, you know, is, there, is has there been some tax advice? Have they engaged with those CPAs to, to get that tax planning done? Uh, those, those are really key, important uh, ideas. And the other thing is to ask for some references. Mm. Um, you know, do you have some other clients that you can refer me to and, and, um, um, you know, can they, can they tell me a little bit about a little bit about their experience with you? And I think you know, getting references is important as well. So one of the issues we were talking about this before we came on the air, you know, one of the issues with all CPA firms, uh, is hiring and retaining talent and, and that plays into service, right. In communication, yeah. uh, uh, for a lot of folks, uh, talk about how you see that problem. Uh, in terms of uh, the way it's playing out for your firm, yeah, it's it's um, it's a very competitive market right now to acquire uh, account or to hire accountants and 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 add to your team. Uh, you just need to be as as an employer. Uh, I need to make sure that we're an excellent place to work. People get some professional gratification. They feel like they're making a difference in their clients' lives. That's mm-hmm. that's so important. Uh, they they they're valued. Uh, that's that's very important. And I think all CPA firms are, are looking at that. You have uh, the federal government that is looking to hire accountants. You have uh, publicly traded companies that are looking to hire accountants. Uh, there's there's a lot of demand for accountants. Good good time to be an accountant in many ways. Mm. Uh, and and we're doing things ourselves. We're we're trying to make sure we have a hybrid work environment for our, for our professionals, uh, so that they can uh, they can have that life balance, work life balance that they're looking for. Uh, but it's, and I don't see it happening. You know, it's, it's not, there's no relief. I think in the next few years, uh, I'm on the advisory board, uh, for the school of accountancy over at Georgia college and, and enrollments down. And, uh, and, you know, the times that we, we've been going to career fairs at the colleges and universities for many years now, and there is a lot more employers at those events right now. And, mm. uh, but it, the, the big piece is you have to, as a firm, you have to make your own identity. You have to bring your own culture. Uh, and, 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 you know, as a, as an owner, if there's things I don't like, I don't want it in the firm. You know, they, we want to make sure we have a great, uh, environment for our, for our CPAs and our accountants. And, um, um, so that they want to stay with the firm and, 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 and they feel have, have a lot of professional gratification. 
Well, let's. Here's your chance, uh, Chris. We, we we've got an open mic for you to to talk to folks that are uh, accountants out there that are thinking about making a change. And uh, why should they come work at CB Smith and Associates? Uh, well, we we've got a flexible work environment. We we believe in our staff and our professionals having ownership in their work, mm. uh, um, and and we we really want them to grow professionally as well. We have an active continuing education program uh, that we reimburse our employees for. Uh, we have a number of employees that are that are looking at various niches and in, in terms of their own uh, you know, professional growth. Uh, we offer a, a uh, um, great benefits package for our, our employees. We offer a hybrid work environment, gives them work-life balance that they're interested in, mm. uh, and we we offer great great clients. Uh, you know that you you will find some clients that um, you will be uh, uh, you will really enjoy working with, and and we want the, them to foster that relationship with those clients. It's something that's very important for us to. Um, to do that with with our employees, but um, you know that's those those are where we're at, and, and, and we're a fast growing firm, and we think there's a lot of opportunities for folks to to grow with us. We're looking for people that want to grow. Yeah, that's terrific, uh, Chris Smith, folks with CB Smith and Associates, and I think part of what your success has been, it seems to me, is uh, your community involvement as well, right? Yes, we encourage that with our with our staff. You know, we mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we do uh, um, with all of our staff is we ask them: Is there is there a particular uh, uh, charitable cause that you're passionate about? Uh, we want to know about it. We want to be there. We want to sponsor that uh, activity, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we're involved with Rotary. We're involved with a lot of the nonprofits. Do a lot of sponsorships. You know, try to sponsor the five k, ten k events that are out there all the time. And right. uh, and that's that's very important to us. Um, you know, giving back to the community is um, um, you know the best way that that we can. Uh, grow as, as an organization and, and, uh, and, and also adds to the environment, the work environment for our employees. Yeah, that's great. Chris Smith folks with CB Smith and associates. Chris, this has been terrific. I'm so glad you were able to come in yeah. and, and uh, update us on where you are for those that would like more information, would like to be in touch. Let's tell them how they can do that. Yes, they can, they can go to our website at uh, CB Smith and uh, CB Smith CPA dot com uh, is our website and uh, they can call us at 678-205-5278 that's our number uh, or they can uh, connect with us on facebook or linkedin we are, are both out there and uh, and be sure to sign up for our, our blog uh, posts that we have out there and our newsletter terrific chris smith with cb smith and associates chris thanks again for coming on all right thank you hey folks just a quick thought for you if you're looking for a team building activity for your, um, for your office, for your team, your corporate team. Uh, and you'd like to avoid cold, damp weather, mosquitoes, broken ankles. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I've got an idea that involves going over to ANS culinary concepts. Yes. An award-winning culinary studio and executive chef, Andrew Traub and his team, uh, they, walk your whole team through a really preparing your meal and uh, 
they make sure it turns out right, but you get to participate and have a lot of fun. I just did this a few weeks ago and it was fantastic. Um, and the best part is, of course, at the end, you get to sit down and enjoy it together. And uh, what better way to bond than to cook a meal and eat it together? So give Andrew a call, 678-336-9196, or go to asculinaryconcepts.com to learn more. And folks, North Fulton Business Radio is the search term to find this show on all the major podcast apps. If you're not already a subscriber, we would be honored if you would do that. If you have done that, we thank you for that. And we thank you for supporting our efforts to hold up and honor the great work of business leaders like Chris and the other almost 900 guests that we've had over the last six and a half years, whose work is valuable, uh, important, and um, deserves to be celebrated. So we thank you for your support. And if you've heard something here in this show that makes you want to share the show, please do so. That's uh, what we're here to do is, again, celebrate the work of business. So for my guest, Chris Smith, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.